0: Welcome to dudes of hazards radio i'm your founder and host donnie mccarty first let me say thanks to ian heron for stepping in last week for that uh, match play recap he did a great job on that episode uh, and evan thanks for coming in as well uh, on today's episode it's going to be our 11th one we're going to be featuring uh, alex hallman he's in the studio with me recording now alex why don't you uh go ahead and say hey to the dudes
1: what's up dudes if you've listened to any of these before um i've been on several of them i don't even know how many but uh if you haven't heard any uh i'm alex and what's up
0: yeah Uh, i think this is his third time i know he was our first guest on the uh pod and then i think he came in for like another quick recap episode or something and then most famously he called in for the hazards cup recap to share the uh calvin poop story if you haven't heard that one definitely go back and listen to the uh the Hazards Cup recap towards the end of it. That is an all time great segment on Dudes of Hazards Radio.
1: Definitely my best featured uh, segment.
0: For yeah. Sure. You had me, Jeremy, and Brad in here, absolutely like hyperventilating, laughing. I mean, even Mitch was, he was trying to hold it together. Just a ridiculous story that, of course, would happen to Calvin. Yep. Just, only,
1: and only Calvin. Only Calvin, no, no one else.
0: So um, we also are going to have a phone call from Dan Green. He recently went up and played uh, Sand Valley. Uh, the resort, which features the Sand Valley and Mammoth Dunes uh, golf course, two excellent uh, courses. And so we're going to hear a little bit from him on that. Uh, Let's go ahead and jump into the podcast rundown. And this is what we'll be covering on this week's episode. Got some leak notes coming up. Um, after the league notes, we're then going to go ahead and just do a little catching up with, uh, Alex and myself, just what's been going on in our personal lives and our golf lives, and maybe some trips that are coming up that we're excited for. Then we're going to go ahead and play this, uh, pre-recorded phone call with Dan. Uh, this was recorded actually the day before our match play tournament, which was, Uh, May 8th through the 10th. So this uh, this phone call is a little old, but he highlights uh, just an all-time trip that he took um, that'll leave, I think, a lot of you jealous. And then lastly, after that phone call with Dan, uh, we're going to have a little bit of hazard time with me and Alex. We'll put five minutes on the clock and just hurl each other some questions and kind of see where it ends up. So let's go ahead and uh, jump on into the league notes. First coming up, our event is the Battle of Johnson City. That's going to be held August 7th at the Johnson City Country Club. This previously was going to be the Battle of Crossville, uh, but just due to some logistics planning and just a lot of things going on this year, we decided to postpone that trip to an event next year and turn that into a local event. Um, It's going to be two man teams. We got uh, 27 holes on the book with a different format. Each nine, we got an alt shot leading us off followed by a shamble and then a scramble. So, uh some pretty good teams coming to this one we got uh i know some of the favorites are going to be matt westmoreland and jacob long they're going to be tough the uh the byler brothers are teaming up together but i am going to break my current slump i'm in and me and cade are absolutely going to curb stomp these fools so you heard it here first and if not we'll just retroactively edit that out so i don't look (laughs) like an idiot but uh either way so registration for that ends August 2nd, going to be a great time looking at about having 10 teams out there. Really excited for that. Uh, Next on the list is our two man championship. Uh, That's going to be September 3rd through the 5th in Southern Pines, North Carolina Uh, featured courses on that one are going to be around at Highlands golf club on Saturday, followed by the two premier courses of the trip, uh, tobacco road and mid pines the following days. Um, Alex, why don't you go ahead, and uh, you're going on that trip. I know you're looking forward to that one, one of many golf trips you've attended this year for us. Um, let's go ahead and just tell me what you're kind of looking forward to about that trip coming up.
1: Well, not to hate on Highlands, but obviously, like you just said, Tobacco Road Mid-Pines is definitely going to be the two that everybody's going to look forward to the most. Yep. Uh, I played Tobacco Road. It's awesome. I look forward to going back but i've also with that being said i've not played mid pines yet so i'm just that's that's one that i'm really looking forward to just simply because i haven't played it yet and you um have really hyped that up for me in the past you took took me by there i saw the clubhouse i saw the 18th green i said wow this looks awesome when did Uh, we oh when we went in the last year we we forgot about that yeah Yeah. last year we were on our way to go play um the cradle or something like that we were we were in the pinehurst area or whatever and um you were like, hey man, like I just want to show you one of my favorite courses real quick. Like we got some time yeah. to kill, let's yeah. run in here. I think we like grabbed breakfast from the pro shop, just sat on the 18th and looked, and I was like, wow, this place looks awesome.
0: After that, we have the match coming up on September 25th. That's about uh, sitting at two months out. We have Will and Nolan taking on Alex and Cade at the Johnson City uh, Country Club for that event. We're going to be playing for some charity. We got Alex and Cade trying to raise some money for Families Free, and Will and Nolan for the Colon Cancer Coalition. And lastly, out of our league notes, we have our second member guest classic coming up October 8th at the Golf Club of Bristol. Super excited for this tournament. We're getting some food uh, brought in. We're going to be having uh, Mitch and his wife out there to be shooting some uh, video for us. Um, It's going to be a pretty awesome time. Going to have the drone rolling, uh, the beer flowing, and hopefully the golf shots uh, ending up in the golf hole in a timely manner. Um, 28 teams coming out for that. Um, should be a great time out of our 53 members. I think we're going to see a great turnout with about half our league there. So, Alex, out of these uh, events coming up, what are you most looking forward to? you are uh, I'm not sure if you're playing in the Battle of Johnson City, but I know that you are playing in the last three events. So, where are you
1: sitting at? Southern Pines is obviously like, – it's hard not to get excited about Southern Pines. But um, member guests is always a good time too. It's just rowdy. Um, yep. I don't plan on winning that because I've already seen how many other – good dudes that are showing up with legit like golfers, like real Go- golfers yeah yeah one guy i think in the group <laughs> text earlier today said he was bringing somebody that on average shoots what a 67 to 70 and i'm like yeah. what yeah like how's this guy not on some <laughs> tour somewhere i don't even know like what well i i think both
0: those are going to be a lot of fun um and then you know you didn't even mention the match but that's going to be fun that's uh going to be watching you and Nolan smack talk some smack to each other, and then watching
1: a. Uh, I am looking forward Will to Will and Kate as well. Yep, that's going to be a good time. Like everybody knows, that I love talking some smack to Nolan. Um, but ultimately, I just I love playing in big groups. So yeah, I, I, I think that's why I'm looking forward to those other two tournaments just a little bit more.
0: I feel that you know Ian and uh, Evan talked about that on here the last episode, basically yep. saying that um, you know like four person weekends are excellent, especially when it's four really close friends. Yep. but there's something about. 16, 16 guys people. yeah and just like rotating all right hey well we just played around together i'm gonna go have beers with this guy then gonna go hit up the short putting course with this dude over here and have some and then like wave to just, jacob in the
1: pool while i'm yeah. on the short course that was fucking ridiculous he was in the pool and he goes hey alex and i literally like i'm practicing putting in between rounds and he's like hey man there's two different types of golfers those that like practice and grind in between holes and then there's me over here in the pool having yeah. a beer and i was like well
0: he was literally in his floaty, just yeah. kicked back in the pool in between Smiling rounds. Smiling and waving Yeah, in between rounds. In between rounds. I don't
1: even know how he found the time to change into I shorts fast enough.
0: Well, and then, like, I guess, like, I was busy doing a bunch of stuff, trying to, like, help Ian run some things. And he's like, Donnie, make sure to tell me when to get out of the pool. Completely forgot he was in the pool. And he still showed up to his tea time, like, on time. And I, I'm just kind of amazed. He's like, hey, did you forget me? And I'm like, yeah, I did but he's there but he was there yep which is a lot more that can be said for he must some have people is
1: like his board shorts on I have no underneath idea how he, his golf shorts or no idea how had he had his, his board that shorts off. minimum in his golf bag like he was ready to go he, he was <laughs> looking forward to that pool he was
0: um well, let's go ahead and uh let's kind of we've already i guess started it but let's go ahead and catch up with uh, me and alex a little bit i took off uh this uh Last episode, uh, the recap episode, just had some stuff going on. So, like I said, Ian came in and just did a phenomenal job filling in. Uh, hopefully not too good of a job to where you guys want him to take my spot. Uh, if so, then just keep those opinions to yourself. Alex, let's talk a little bit about that match play tournament we went up to in Springdale. What did yep. you uh, – um, you know, we we both drove up. We didn't get up there Friday for the practice rounds. Yep. Uh, why don't you tell them about your uh, work snafu? that uh, cost you that
1: yeah i requested uh requested friday (laughs) saturday sunday off uh which when you're in the service industry like we're guaranteed sundays even though we're in the service industry so that's nice but friday and saturday is definitely not guaranteed for me uh requested it off in advance definitely got it and it was awesome and uh coming up the week before I thought the tournament was Donnie says, Hey dude, like why do you have Wednesday off if you requested Friday, Saturday off too? And I was like, what are you talking about? Tournament's next week. He goes, no, the tournament's (laughs) on Friday. Today's (laughs) Wednesday. And I was like, Oh
0: crap. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I I looked at the schedule and I'm like, why is Alex not at work today? This is weird. Like, why is he, why is he only working three days this week? Well, Nope, he he was
1: working five. Yeah, was working five. <laughs> so long story short, I requested the wrong weekend off. I scrambled around. I was not able to cover my Friday shift. I was uh, the leader in charge that day. It's really hard to to to, to do that. Uh, sometimes it's hard to. Sometimes it's really really hard to get a uh, Saturday shift covered too. So uh, I was really really fortunate to get somebody to cover my Saturday shift. Uh, I ended up having to. Cover some financial burdens in order to make that happen, but whatever. Uh, we long, made it happen. Long story short, we found a way to make it happen. My my wallet suffered, but whatever. Um, I made it up there on Saturday morning with Donnie, and the place was awesome. I love mountain golf. I'm a sucker for mountain golf. It is by far my favorite. Rolling up on this place, I'm like, wow, it's kind of flat. Well, it's just there's three <laughs> hole, three or four holes. The first four, I guess, on the front are relatively flat because they're down in the valley, close to uh, the road and the river. Uh, it's really really pretty and then as we were getting up this clubhouse i know ian talked about this too but just a beautiful pristine brand new place awesome clubhouse the staff was unbelievable i've we literally so they talked on the last podcast about the staff but i don't think they really went into that enough we literally had a member it was Corey. Corey said oh man that breakfast this morning was so good we we're eating at dinner having beers and Corey said man you know, it'd be awesome is if we had some French toast tomorrow and the lady that makes breakfast, she was there that night serving us. And then she was there in the morning, the next morning serving us. And guess what she did? She made French toast. Like what? This is at a resort. This is, this place is big, but also still so homegrown that they paid, paid enough attention to say, somebody said something about French toast and they made some for us, for our group. Crazy. Like that just doesn't happen in other places. That doesn't. Yeah. You're just not going to get that. So it's Springdale. There's no way you're going to beat the service there. The Gort, the course is awesome, but there's a lot of awesome courses out there. There are as far as, as far as nice facilities, new, um, and just attention to detail and the, those small courtesies that go a long way. Second mile is huge. And that's coming from two people that are in the service industry. It's just, is unmatched. Uh, that's that's the best thing that I have to say about Springdale. On top of yes, the course is awesome. But like I said, awesome courses. Ian touched a lot last time on how awesome the course was. I won't, I won't, you know, duplicate what Ian had to say about it. But man, Springdale staff, wow, they uh, truly world class. Like yeah. it's just it's it's the nice food to find was awesome. That. Every everybody, it wasn't like it was just her either. Everybody no. had that attention to detail. She that just happened to be the example that I used.
0: They were great time um we played played pretty well you made the um basically the the actual bracket the next day
1: um yeah the 22 handicap rolling in there and i was like holy crap like i actually have a shot at making it to the final eight like i'm in the top 50 percent of of the golfers on this trip um then i was playing well and then proceeded to play really really well um the next day against jacob long which i mean jacob's like a two or three handicap. Like, I'm not supposed to beat him. Well, I did get a lot of strokes, so that certainly helped. But holy crap. It came down to the last hole, and I played it really, really well. Uh, Long story short, we ended up pushing the hole, which pushed Jacob and I in the match. And uh, we had to go back on the ninth tee and re-tee and play that hole again. And I had a stroke. I had a stroke on the first time, then we pushed. But again, he's a really good golfer, and I'm not. So I got my stroke. Then we re teed again for the um, the deciding. Yep. What you, what's word I'm looking for? Playoff hole? Playoff. Yep. And uh, we, he hit OB, and then I like three chipped, two or two chipped, three putted. So he pushed again. Long story short, it came down to uh, kind of luck of the draw. Scorecard playoff. Scorecard playoff. And um, you won one. So you won hole nine.
0: He won hole four. We had seven holes in like a little bag, and we were going to draw holes, and just whoever had the winning hole come out first, so we got to keep moving on. Literally got down to the last two numbers. Yep. It was a four and a nine. Drew a nine. Alex wins. Moves on. Moves on. Wow. Then lost to eventual uh, champion Ian, so yep. hang your head high there. Yeah, like, I'm
1: just ecstatic that I held in that long. Like, Yeah, absolute, you played great golf. Like, I was just on a high all day. I immediately, yeah. immediately fell apart so yeah uh, i was fight, fighting for the consolation round even at that point and i was like wow like now that i'm in the constellations, my game immediately goes to crap at least if at least it was strong when it needed to be strong it was is all i can say but i know that i know that jacob was like what the crap is oh, this dude doing he, yeah A- after watching you, out of his, his mind, mind and now he's playing these like what yeah. is going on Like, I,
0: 22 handicap rear in his face that front Seemed a but, lot but closer what to a 12-14. Yeah. He was Jacob, absolutely yeah, he was. ecstatic to Rooting see me you play on, that well. being a team player. He, um
1: he's a he's a blast to play golf. Please.
0: He is. Jacob's a lot of fun. Um and so that night on Saturday night, uh, I know we're recapping this match play a little bit. You've already maybe heard this. If you haven't listened to the match play, this is telling you a little bit about it. But I think one of my favorite parts was you know, we messed with Ben, making yep. him go back and play that playoff hole that he actually was already in the next day, but we just ben, made him sweat it out. Yep. He didn't know that, so, hey, Ben, you have to play the playoff
1: hole again. Oh, okay.
0: Yep, went back. Played thought he needed to make a birdie. Almost made the birdie. Made a tap in par. Was almost devastated. And Mark had to run out and tell him – Keep his pants on. Keep his pants on. Don't moon us. Don't snap your club. You're actually in.
2: Um, <laughs> so,
0: that would have been something. But And then that night – um, you know, we had a great time back up at the lodging. The tree houses were awesome, but like that night, you know, it was late just staying up around the the fire pit area on the pavilion, had a bunch of us just chatting, having some beers. I mean, that was, that was a great time. And then, you know, basically we, we played it out on Sunday. Uh, it went pretty well for the most part, you know, Ian won. And then afterwards we just kind of sat up on the patio, just hanging out and chatting for a minute Um it was a really nice this golf trip. I know we talked about it. You actually referenced this movie and like it, like certain things just randomly stick with me at times, but you talked about American Sniper. and both of us love our wives. They're awesome. They're sisters. Uh, they probably don't listen to this podcast. I think Jamie did for the first little bit and it was like, us, uh, is this rambling golf nonsense. Yep, can't imagine Mary Grace is tuning in for a lot of these, so maybe she they hear how much we love them. But sometimes too, it's just like being guys and who we are you said it like i just need a minute
1: yep and he like said it in the movie it yeah. was i read the book i read the book twice actually it was really good and it was in the in the book as well uh some sometimes hey, he if if you haven't read the book or don't know the story um uh, no, strong military guy comes back stateside his wife doesn't know he's stateside yet she calls him to see when he's flying he says uh, i'm home and she's like well i'm in the house where are you and he's like oh, I, I just i just needed a minute so he just kind of basically took took an hour or two for himself and had had like a little – just had just had a moment. Just, yep. just him. Yep. You don't get that very often. You don't. So you and know, had, was, a, it had a nice little yeah. – dude, we just needed a minute. We didn't. Like we just kind of sat
0: out there, soaked it in. I mean, the weather is like this off and on rainy, just misty. But it's still beautiful so, the way the fog so, was rolling yeah, over the it,
1: mountains and, and the rain was – like the golfers were still coming in, the like, troopers playing in yep. the rain, but the beautiful – Beautiful scenery over top of the 18th green with the, again, the fog rolling in. It's just, it was so cool.
0: It was really hard to get up and leave there to want to come home. Like there's times where, don't get me wrong, ready to come home, see the wife after a trip. But like, that was one of those trips where I'm just like, man, like don't want to leave the spot. Like we were just talking about life, talking about golf. Like it was just, it was good. Um,
1: Could could definitely have spent a couple more beers there on that, on that porch.
0: Easily. Um, So I guess for us coming up, so Saturday, Playing in a little glow ball tournament at the country club. And I am uh, pumped. I am too, man. I think this is going to be a blast. So basically, uh, it's a little nine-hole scramble, teen off at 9 p.m. at night, playing with glow balls. Uh, we're just
1: going to make a mess out of it. Absolutely. It, I'm planning on bringing a headlamp specifically for that because I'll feel yeah. bad if I rip too many beaver tails and can't repair them. I'm literally going to hunt my beaver tails down. Perfect. I'm going to bring a not a headlamp not to hunt my balls down. They can have those. Hopefully, they're glowing. But I think I, they I stay lit for like a certain amount of time. Keep, I hope that we can at least
0: take care of the course. I do too. Um, that's going to be a party though. Really looking forward to it. Um, just kind of seeing how that goes. Hopefully it goes better than uh, today. Went. Actually, so me and Alex, before we came in here, we went out and played a little golf. Um, he joined me on 15. I was playing decent. Um, usually we play pretty good together. I think he just somehow cursed me. I'd refuse Hold to take any... Soon responsibility for my actions. Yep, yeah, it was me. Uh just proceeded to top or shank 14 out of 16 shots in a row after he showed up. But Alex shows up the 16, 17, 18, goes birdie, uh absolutely gross three putt, bogey on 17, but to be fair, pretty tough putt. And then basically puts in from off the fringe on 18 to play the last little three hole section at one under um and I was that was great golf like I was just like what am I watching like this is the the Alex that can now play some golf that yeah. showed up and play and like uh Alex why don't you tell a little bit to the guys and to the dudes about this this maybe this new golf Alex that can really play in this match play tournament and play the last three holes at one under
1: uh, I mean, is this is this
0: who we are now because I uh, certainly th- hope
1: that it stays I'm certainly living on a high right now like I play I feel like I played really good in um, myrtle as well it, obviously yep. match play went well for me. I played really well in Myrtle. Um, today, I mean, bird, bogue, bird. Yep. Bogues are a win for me. And like you said, that putt where I made that bogue, like – It was it, tough. It, it, it was it just a very, very very, tough first putt. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I didn't leave myself a, a very good – didn't do a good lag putt there. So, like it is what it is, but still hit the green, whatever, feeling good. Um, I hope that it's certainly what we see some more of I, I certainly not to take anything from justin but i'll let the cat out of the bag i also broke 90 for the first time recently let's go let's go and <laughs> my personal best has been a 90 and i've hit that three times and out of nowhere i was playing with nolan and i waxed his ass sorry nolan shit talk Sucks starts to now suck. actually shit talk's been going for like 25 years we're gonna keep it rolling <laughs> wax nolan's ass he got a brand new driver only oh, hurt my ankle again i don't care uh, i don't excuses. care what card you play <laughs> i smoked you I shot an 85 out at Warriors, which is a, a, our little local municipal. But, man, I love that course. Yeah, um, Really felt good shooting 42, 43. That's great. Be, beat That's my personal consistent. best by five yeah. strokes. Um, just just good, consistent golf all day. Chips are going good. Some of the putts were sinking. I even yeah. still made a couple triple putts. Like, putter wasn't that awful hot, just hitting a bunch of greens. And, I don't know, it felt really, really good. So, I certainly hope that we can keep this going. I'm still – Still got another lesson with Jeremy coming up soon. So hopefully we can ride this out and keep getting better. Yeah,
0: I think you can. I, yeah. I, I think you, like, you're like you only going to keep on playing better golf. Um, and, you know, like we've talked about this personally, not on the podcast. It's kind of just like an off-the-record conversation me and Alex have had. We just talked a lot about like our golf games. Just in life, it's fun to grow, fun to see progress in yourself. And I i had been telling you, like, you're not just going to break 90 with an 89. I told you, like, you're yep. going to shatter it. Like, it's like, – because one day, like, I've watched you play. Like, you can play golf. You just will have a bad hole here yep. or a couple little, like – you just, uh, things aren't also, falling your way. Also, I've
1: had good holes. And yeah. then I've had people like Will look at me and be like, why don't you shoot it like 80, like mid 80s yeah. like every time? I'm yeah. like, because I have blow up holes, dude. I'm yeah. just not a very consistent golfer. And he's like, yeah. I just watched you through three holes play really good. Really like, good. Not necessarily like, like. Great, but like, yeah. like But this is better than what I'm not, I'm not shooting like Brad, but I'm certainly not shooting, you know, triple bogeys through all three of them, which no. is kind of sort of what my handicap should reflect. He's like, your handicap's a what? Yeah, you're playing like a 15, and you you say your handicap's 22, and I'm like, dude, here's my record. Like, I am a 22. This is your growing year. This, yeah, I'm this this is this is your coming together, and I want like, I don't want a high handicap, I don't want that. I'm not trying to sandbag, I would like to get my handicap lowered. Yeah, so I was actually really ecstatic that after that 85, I watched my handicap drop 1.7 points like 1.7 strokes on one good round. Yep. I'm ecstatic. I yep. went from a 21.7 to a 19 flat. That's absolutely with awesome. With One dude. good round. And I'm congrats. Yep. And congrats. I will gladly give those strokes away during dude events in order to just be, yeah. be a better. It, it feels
0: great when you break that, like it's always fun to improve, but breaking into that, like you're like, you can now say like, yeah, I'm, like I'm a teen handicap. Yep. I'm a high teen. And it just sounds a lot better than saying I'm a 20. Like, does it really matter? No, no. but like, it's fun to see that progress in yourself. Feels good to me. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, I like it. That's where I'm at. It's it's fun. Um, it's fun to play good golf. Certainly, It just is. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, tune into a little phone call with uh, Dan Green. Um, I'm going to call. We're going to play this recording that we had. It's basically going to go ahead and just touch on uh, his experience at Sand Valley. So let's go ahead and uh, take a little break and get into that. Okay. So we're going to take a little break here after listening to uh, me and Dan talk about uh, Sand Valley and his experience there. I'm um, going to cut to Alex and we're going to talk a little bit about short courses and putting courses. Uh, we heard uh, Dan just talk about it, talking about the short course that Sand Valley provides and the putting course and the great time he had with his buddies. Uh, we've played a pretty cool short course and putting course ourselves. So what, what's your kind of thoughts on, you know, courses bringing in these short par three courses and these putting courses. What's I your thoughts? I think they're awesome.
1: Yeah. So the one we played uh, was Pinehurst. We played the Cradle, and they had a putting course called this Do, which if you say it slower, it's This'll Do. Yep. Uh, Too clever. The the place is awesome. Uh, obviously, Pinehurst is killer. Uh, the Cradle uh, was it six hole, nine hole, nine holes, nine hole par three course was uh, probably anywhere between 60 yards and 130 yards yep i i'd say like there's like i remember there was one hole it was like 45 yards
0: but outside, outside of that, that one, there, there was just definitely. one really short one yep but yeah you're right the rest like other than that constantly they're probably shooting right
1: around 100 to
0: 130 yeah already there's a
1: lot in that 60 to 90 range which is fun like they're, i they're, remember one being right at 90 yeah uh, either way either way what's the, what's the place the, the, is awesome it, it was is. super fun uh, you are hitting off mats just because there's like the traffic through there. You have to would hit be, off mats you or else, or else just, your tee box is literally just going to be dirt. dirt. Yeah, there, there um, would be nowhere to play from if you didn't hit off but mats. But they at least lay out really, really nice hitting mats. They do. And the greens, even though people are just constantly hitting those greens, they're in really good shape. They were they really true. It was just crazy fun. Uh, It really didn't take up much space in the property. It nope. literally was like the size of your average parking lot. Yep
0: that's of a great
1: way to put course. it. Yep. Um, and not only are it just makes sense. So not only was it super fun, it I'm sure creates so much revenue for the, uh, for the course or whatever, that it's more than worth it to, oh, without for the, doubt. for the increase. yes, yeah, so you're increasing a little bit of maintenance cost, but you already have a lot of equipment. You already have yeah. your maintenance people there. It's a bit like saying, Hey, I'm Walmart. Uh, and I'm going to put in like a tire center or something like you already have everything there you already have your labors you already have like the yep. lights already on you're already paying all those bills just like just you already do have the building space yep. like just just build just build it yeah do it maintain it and it was stupid fun it was so much fun i don't even remember what we paid to play it but it's it was was like, 50 bucks and they even let us circle around yeah right? it wasn't that awful busy nope. we were playing in big groups or we weren't but the group behind us had like an eight zone oh they that they was were, a huge like group. i was on the t-box like yeah. t-box or whatever and people were like hooping and hollering and like yeah. i wasn't like it wasn't disrespectful at nope. all like I, I wasn't like oh these, these jerk behind us making a bunch of noise dude i was like what the hell's going on over there i want to be part of their group it was awesome Somebody hit a hole in one hole. Yeah, I, were grabbing say, I beers. couldn't remember if that was yeah, you we were was out there. Yeah, no, it was me. I was yeah. with you and Fawn yep. and so, we were on hole eight, but there's like a little place to get beers. Yes, in, so it's like that a, little shed. Yeah. Like the the little, little, yeah, the it's a little shed. shed. But oh my gosh. Yeah. That, like that place was killer. Yeah. So we're just sitting there talking to the barmaid or whatever. Like wait, she was cracking her beers for us. And uh, we just hear this giant uproar from the hole in yeah. front of us. I'm mean, there. Cause there's, there's seating areas, there's people there watching the green. Oh, there was. There was, like, a whole group of guys was like watching. There like, 20 guys yeah. watching on top of the six guys that were playing together. Yeah. And you just, I don't know, you just go, just a giant uproar. I mean, it sounded like somebody just caught the winning pass to the Super
0: Bowl. Yeah, it really, like,
1: especially being out, like, you just don't hear that noise on a golf course. Um, it was like, just, and it, it was, wasn't... You hear that and you traditional golfers might think like, oh, that's like, that's not good. For no, me. that's not good. Dude. It was so much fun. It Everyone's awesome. looking around. Cheering each other.
0: Everyone's cheering. Like, like we didn't even see it. And then like, we just start clapping yep. people from all over. Like it's just that place. It, it's a party on, I would say on wheels, but you're literally it could be just probably barefoot. Yep. Oh, we so, were barefoot. Yeah,
1: I think we, we probably were. We were barefoot. <laughs> uh, also, literally right next to that is the thistledew, which is a putting course. And I'd say it's a short putting course, but it's not. This this putting green is the size of a football field with giant, giant mounds in it, like m- huge undulation. And it's designed. It's, Insane. It's, what, a nine? Is it nine or 18? 18. It's 18-hole 18 18, 18 putting, hole putting course, course that is designed to to mess you up. Mess you up. And it is awesome. I remember so that much one fun. putt that you
0: had, it was like, I've already played it a couple of times and like, like putting is a strength for me. So like, thankfully going out there to that usually is like, even with them kind of being a little tricked out, I'm like, okay, I got this. There was one though, like the putt was only like a 13 foot putt, but it was on that like, the show. whole hole the was, whole 13 hole was only 13 feet, <laughs> but it was like put up on this tiny, like literally like a bedside table. Was the flat spot to where you like? You had to hit that thirteen footer, and it to was a two and a half foot. And, it was and if deep. you didn't hit it to that two and a half foot gone. radius, it was gone. And I remember like
1: your coming back putt was like forty five feet. Yep, and it was a like, foot putt turned it, into forty five. And we were like just standing there yeah. on it, and I was like <laughs> was just laughing. Yeah, no, it, like you like, just it laughing. Acro- it went across three other lines. And these <laughs> other dudes are also trying to put like <laughs> yeah. further up on the course, and they did like I just look up and like they're looking at me, and I just kind of looked at them yep. and I shrugged, and they're like. Eh, we yeah, were like, we have been there. We were literally there two holes ago, and we did the same thing. Yep. So like, it was just funny. We all smiled. And, like I walked walked over there and grabbed my ball and said said my sorry's And they're like, dude, yeah. no worries, all good. They, but their their tee boxes are just a you know kind of like a yep. kind of like a, a little flag, flag yeah flag stick like, like a flag stick, but they yeah. just stick the flag stick in there, and it has beer holders. Yeah, we were out there barefoot. Barefoot, it's just, it's just, just it, it, it is. on top of the whole experience of you're at Pinehurst. Yeah. Like, I know what makes it so great is that you're at such a historical, like
0: prestigious, legendary, prestigious place that it, it does feel like it could just be beaten up and like, but it's not, but it's not like you literally got dudes out here with transfusions, barefoot, one hand butting just, Oh, I can't believe I missed that one. Oh, did you see he just jammed that one in there tight yeah, on the cradle? And it's it's, it's nonsense.
1: It's respectful, It is. but it's still fun. It's route. It's a rowdy, good time. It's It's perfect dude's environment. I remember I was it's, so. Extreme. It screams dudes of hazards. The it does. Whole place. It
0: does. I was really excited when you went. I'd already been there probably fortunately three or four times with Fawn over the years and stuff. And it was, I was really excited for you to go for your first time. Cause it I was awesome. like, I was like, it's just like, I, I'm so excited for the Southern Pine Strip and to bring some guys over there. Cause your first time getting to feel the energy and the yep. atmosphere at Pinehurst, like it's
1: tangible and it's different. Dude, in the height, like you kind of hyped me up for it. And I was like, I don't really know what to expect here, dude. Uh, okay whatever you say and i yeah. show up and i like start to live it and like i see the cool stuff and the nostalgia the yeah. big rolex uh clock yeah. and the statues and i start reading the history that they they got in the clubhouse and it's awesome it has that
0: Payne stewart if you guys you know maybe you're not a golf nerd maybe you are but a lot of people know that famous Payne stewart giving the fist pump on one foot with the leg kicked behind him it's right behind number two everyone goes and gets a picture with that it's, it's on cool. the same spot it's just like
1: there's so much tree. But it's still fun. fun. It's not yeah. nose of the air. It's not snubby. It's fun. It's so awesome. it's like, we're a big fan. Hopefully short courses day, are a big
0: go. Big go. Hopefully, the dudes to hazard one day we get to have our own little fun resort and our own property. And I I know, actually, honestly, probably more important than the full length courses is getting down just the most tricked out and fun possible short course and putting course. That's going to be, uh, I mean, that's where. You know, people just love, like, people love to play golf,
1: but that's where it's fun. Like, people remember those moments. Yep. That's I remember fun. that moment. I played some pretty cool courses with you, and I have a cool moment from each of those courses, but I have several cool moments from that short par three uh, nine holes. It's amazing.
0: Well, let's go ahead and uh, dive back in for the next part of this conversation with Dan and his trip to Sand Valley. What's up, man? Dan, how are we doing today? Good, good. Can you hear me, all right? Oh, we can. What uh, Perfect. what are you up to today, other than hanging out in the pool and having a beer?
2: Oh, that was, you know, that was totally an hour ago. I've got a pasty white skin, sun fried already. So now it's just kind of getting ready for uh, Canton. to you know, pack things up today and get things out, getting ready to move tomorrow.
0: You're pretty excited for that one.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Should uh, be a fun time. How far of a drive is that gonna be for you?
2: uh I think it's about two and a half um I'm picking up Calvin on the way, so we're gonna be I think the plan is to leave here around ten and get there about you know twelve thirty get some lunch and go nice I think
0: uh you guys are really gonna enjoy that one um I know Calvin's played there i think with me twice before maybe just once uh have you ever been out to Springdale for that area
2: before? No, no, that's the thing is like I'm like I wish I would have uh I lived in Nashville for, you know, nine months. I feel like I should have gotten over there, but it's great. No, it's, I'm a, excited.
0: it's a really good mountain course. Um, lots of elevation change, you know, front and the back are pretty dramatically different. So I think you're really going to enjoy, um, getting to play that course this weekend. Uh, um, yeah,
2: so it's, like, it's going to be fun.
0: Good. Well, you know, we didn't, uh, you play well. Yeah. Hopefully you play well. We'll see. Um, But, hey, you know, looking forward to that trip this weekend. But what we're really here to talk about is uh, these kind of like okay or somewhat heard of, you know, uh, courses that you went out and visited about a month ago. Uh, Yeah, they're
2: decent.
0: Yeah, they're, you know, okay, so that some might say. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about these these courses? And if you don't know um, or haven't heard, he went and played uh, Sand Valley, which uh, we're definitely underplaying the value of it. This course is uh, both courses are top 100 public uh, courses. Incredible out in uh, Wisconsin, which is sneakily a great golf state. So, Dan, tell me about your overall first impression, like arriving to the Sand Valley Resort.
2: So yeah, um, it was kind of a, I mean, it started all off. It was a you know a bachelor party for me. Um, so it was just three of my buddies they all live in Iowa. I flew into Madison the night before they picked me up and we went. So first impression of it really though, was it's in the middle of nowhere. Like there's nothing out there. Um, we put the GPS in and I think it was about hour and a half drive north of Madison. And there's no signs like, you know, take a right to sand Valley. There's just nothing. So we pull in and right away we're like, this is awesome. Like we, we, you pull in, you barely see a course at all. Um, but you see, you know, cabins, um, which I'll get into a little later, um, drive in, you know, about a mile, there's cabins on one side, there's the driving range on the on the right and we pull up and it's about, I won't say it's about noon. It's about a hundred degrees. And we get out and, um, we go to the backdrop and this guy just comes up and goes, Hey fellas, welcome. Uh, where are you coming from? And we're all like, Iowa, North Carolina. Like, what do you? Where are we? And like, you're at Sand Valley, <laughs> you know. So we were like, All right, we made it. This is awesome. And you know, they were the bag drop guys were awesome right away. We were like, Do we need to check in? We have a tea time in, you know, I think a half hour. We were playing the short course that day, and he was like, No, just go on. Get over there. Get going, man. Enjoy it. Uh, you know, we'll we'll take your bags if you want them. If you want, just keep them. And, um, you know, we just, we just started going for it. Um, it was hot. It was a hundred degrees. I think when we got there, it was a hundred degrees. And so it was kind of like, when my buddy was like, I feel like it's a mirage. Cause there's just sand everywhere. <laughs> cause it's like, you know, cause it, it's Wisconsin there's just all these sand dunes. And so they just put this cool this resort out there. And I'm like, I feel like it's a mirage. Cause you just, you see sand everywhere. And all of a sudden there's this awesome clubhouse and we're here. So it was like the first impressions were like, all right, this is going to be an awesome weekend for us. Um, so we, you know, we go over to the, um, the short course, which is like two feet away from the clubhouse. Convenient. And there's a, there's actually there's actually a caddy running it, and he's like, hey guys, what time's your tee time? We told him he's like, all right, you're good to go whenever. Um, just so you know, here's some water. And like he's like, there's there's coolers almost on every hole. And he had, like, a little earpiece in, and he stopped, and he was like, oh, no. And we were, like, kind of skeptical at first because there was no one on the course. And we're like, "Uh, is it usually this empty? And, like, I know it was a Thursday, but still. And he's like, no, uh, it's just so hot that everyone's, like, not coming out. And he goes, "Uh, they just radioed. We just had our fifth heat stroke on the courses today. (laughs) Jeez. And the thing about St. Valley is it's all walking. Like, there's no carts, no cart path, nothing. It's all, you have to walk it.
0: Oh, I love that.
2: But maybe not when yeah, it's 100 and, degrees. And, I mean, you know, you just kind of, we, we learned to pace ourselves. You know, they had free, like, they had, the, whole, the whole time we were there, it was free water. Uh, they had bottled water, you know, coolers at almost every hole. You would just take one, slam it, and have a beer or two and keep going. Hey, that's at
0: least pretty responsible for them to be putting that water out on those hot days. Because, you know, some people, if yeah. you
2: didn't do that, they just wouldn't drink any water one of the backdrop guys was his first day and he was probably, he might've been like 21, 22. And so he was super laid back, whatever. He said, Hey guys, how's it going? We we ended up talking to him pretty much every day we were there. And I want to say he used to work at Arcadia Bluffs too. Like he was from Michigan and he just came over here. So, uh, but he was like, you guys need to get over there and try that one out. I know you'd talk to Zach as well. So I'll be interested to see what he had to say about it too. Yeah.
0: The, um, yeah, from our Arcadia Bluffs to Sand Valley, I'm sure that's just a quick paddleboard across Lake Michigan, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> pro- probably just a short little job. Stand over. up paddleboard. Stand yeah. up paddleboard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no assistance. <laughs> you you would exactly. die out there. You like you
2: would never oh. find land.
0: What, once you lost land, you you'd never be found again. Uh, yep,
2: I mean we're good. This is it. This is a to rest right here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um,
0: cool. That's that's awesome. It, it's fun showing up to a course when they have like a good bag drop that's actually put together. They know what they're doing and it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like they're confused by you showing up. It, it's nice when, you know, cause like you're, you're new to this place. It's like, they're going to assume most people showing up the sand Valley. It's their first time probably. I mean, I'm sure they have tons of repeat, but like, it's nice when they can tell you like, Hey, you're going to go here. You drop your bags here. Don't worry about check-in. It just, I think it yep. starts the whole trip off on a right foot. And I noticed like, I- that's what we experienced at Arcadia. It was just like, unmatched, just top, top level service from these courses. And it's kind of, if you're paying the big bucks to go to them, I think that's what you're kind of also expecting.
2: Yeah. And it's more like they, they don't care what you shoot. They just want you to have fun. You know, like at the end of the day, you can shoot 150, but man, that was the best round I've ever had. Like the most fun I've had. That's what they want. They don't give a shit about your score. Um, And so like, when we got there, we are like, do we need to check in? We don't, you know, like our room isn't ready till three. It's, 1230 and the guy's like oh yeah don't worry about it uh, i've got your t-sheet right here here to us bag tags he's like we'll take care of the rest just check in after your rounds that's we awesome. did two rounds of the short course
0: and how many so, holes away? Was like, oh. uh
2: 17 nice so and yeah we'll uh we can touch base about now if you want to do it later i
0: yeah go ahead and tell me a little all, bit
2: about yeah. the short so, course since that's where you started at so uh short course um I would kind of, you know, have you played the cradle? Yeah. So it's it's not like the cradle at all. I would say the cradle is more of your link style, and this one was more of your, like, American style. Like, you could putt everything if you wanted to, but if you end up in a bunker, you're going to need a wedge to get out of it. Yep. Kind of deal. Like, it was more of a, like a mini golf course compared to, you know, I'm not saying the cradle. I'm not trying to knock the cradle. It's more like 1A, 1B, doesn't matter. But it's just a different style. Sure. Um, so we got there and, you know, we get out of the car and it's, we get up to the guy and he gets, you guys, it's wide open. Just go when you want to go. We're all excited. We grab our clubs. Um, everyone's got a few balls and I'm like struggling cause I'm like, where did I put my golf club? Turns out didn't pack a golf club at all for the entire trip. Um, so that was my kind of embarrassing moment to start it, but you
0: didn't buddy had an extra one. one
2: golf club gloves i i thought you said no, clubs no.
0: and i was like that literally oh. cannot be possible dan i was like i was like i just don't even buy that
2: something oh yeah 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 so oh. golf glove i no glove glove and i was like shit so a buddy had one and they're all up there waiting for me at my bachelor party so they're all like you guys take the first hit for the trip okay. okay so i go up there and i think it was maybe like a 90 yard shot downhill shot in the wind so i i think i used a 60 maybe and just popped it up there and a little deep and it rolled back and it was like a foot from going in. Oh man. I'd and right away my buddies were like, Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna go back in the car at this point.
0: It's like, all downhill done. from there.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so and that's pretty much how it went. So, you know, we and even the even the caddy guy was like, Oh, that was that was a good one. You guys you guys you know, just he pretty much had to get in the car too. Um so, you know, the the short course it's you know, eighty yards is the minimum, and like one hundred and sixty. And kind of how I said, you know, the cradle was lengthy; like you could putt from anywhere. This one they did have, um, putting like a putting course. Sure. But you were literally like twenty yards off the green on every every play. Wow. Um, and so it was just kind of you know cradles like all one tee shot go with it. This one was more, hey, you can play it up a little more and go with it. Um, my buddies and I. We did two rounds that day. Um, Both rounds, we yeah, both rounds were just straight up played them as you wanted to because we had a little competition going throughout the whole weekend. And then we ended up playing it the next day as well, and we did putters only barefoot.
0: Oh, that's awesome!
2: And we only got through nine holes because we had done thirty six already that day, and we were all dead. But um,
0: I guarantee it. Thursday
2: night. Yeah. Yep. And so actually Thursday night um our room was right next to the short course so we went out at like nine o'clock at night barefoot and we just went night putting that's for awesome. like two or three hours that's you that's know? that's, that's
0: fun <laughs> i feel like that's like when you go on those trips you're you're always hoping for something like that those those rounds where you can kind of just at night go out there sneak out play a couple a couple more holes just yeah. mess around and not really have you're just enjoying the game of golf okay so just heard from dan um You know, I've been fortunate enough, three for three on good caddies. As you heard, Dan, this guy would have uh, probably ranked, I think he said seventh or eighth out of the five he's taken. So less than ideal. Um, Alex, you've not taken a a caddy. I've not. What's kind of your thoughts on uh, taking a caddy for a golf round? Uh, I would love to.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I want it to be one of those places that uh, I like when I know it's going to be a good round. Like, a Diamond Creek round, uh, a Primlin round, uh, one of these pre- like super super nice courses down in in the Southern Pines area. Like literally any of these, like Arcadia, someplace like this where I just I'm just really amped up for this round. Yep. Uh even if I play bad, at least I have a caddy. He's gonna at least steer me in the right direction. Um, I don't know, just especially a course that I don't know that well. Like you can do all your research in the world. You, you can look at the there, maps. Yeah, you can look at the at the the flip book. Um, it's just helpful to have that personal knowledge. It is. Uh, I know sometimes like you don't want to take a caddy every time. Like that just no, wouldn't you be don't. responsible. Fiscally. It's and, and not like, good. It wouldn't be special either. But yeah, what what makes those special rounds at places like Arcadia or Primland so special is like it's the extra, it's the extra little bit of having the caddy. Yep. It is. Uh, I, I hate that Dan had such a bad experience and I certainly would like, do everything in my power to try to make sure I steer clear of a bad caddy. I try to make it very clear what I was looking for. Like I was looking for a good time and somebody with a really positive attitude. Yep. Um, but ultimately, I mean, that's ultimately out of the golfer's control. You can request what yeah. you can request, but ultimately, that's kind of luck. Yep. Um, hopefully, you, you know, caddies like that just don't. I'm not trying to wish anybody ill, but hopefully, better caddies just get rewarded better. Yep. Is all I'm saying. Well, uh, so the, there's more good caddies out there.
0: There are. They're, I mean, the three I've taken all really awesome. They've all been unique in their own like kind of certain way. But like the Arcadia one, when I went up there, I was like kind of requested when I said, hey, like I'm not looking for the most expert greens reader in the world. Not looking for the guy that's going to be – watching me hit my nine iron then calculating i need to take four yards extra club because of the wind because i hit these consistent shots that doesn't happen yeah i'm definitely not that
1: consistent i said
0: hey man once someone that's gonna be a pretty good time when i eventually hit some pretty bad shots is there to kind of help me just forget about them yeah and like rebound that's who we got and it was like perfect cool the guy that we had at diamond creek was just perfect was a great golfer um and was just super personable. And then the guy that we had at mid pines, that caddy um, Tyson was just, I've, I think I said it, I mentioned it before on the podcast, the best green reader I've ever seen in my life. Like it just like, like, I think that's a skill I have. And I just was like, I'm lost. Like, yeah. I, I don't I don't I, I'm like questioning everything. I think I know about green reading after I, watching I think this. You're a good putter. Yeah. So, and this guy was just like, nope. And like, and not even to the point of like, Oh, you need to aim over here. He's like, you need to hit this plate. You see this little dark spot. If you don't hit the third, like this left third of this, you know, quarter size dark spot, you're missing. Like, how are you giving me a target this small to aim for? He's like, you have to hit
1: it. <laughs> I'd hit it and go in. I'd miss it, be gone. Oh, like, it just, boy, like, this like, poor guy oh. would be just hanging his head oh, every time he wants me put. He'd just be like, well, who is this yeah,
0: guy? Yeah. He's so, like, okay, I just need a smooth, uh, consistent putting stroke, Alex. Fuck you, dude. Watch yeah, what I'm giving yeah, you. Watch this. Hey, watch this. On.
1: Hold my beer. <laughs> Caddy, hold my beer. Yeah, yeah. I was bragging on myself a little bit earlier in this podcast about uh, breaking 90 with an 85. So, like, absolutely smashed my previous record. Still yep. had 38 putts on the day. <laughs> just I'm, not I, a good putter.
0: What that means is, like, maybe you're never going to be a good putter. But yeah. if we can just get you to a 36 putts around. You're not going to hit it's 83s all the time, but no. you can hit 83s. This is wild. And then it's one day concept. that 36 putt round is going to get a hot round. You're going to hit 32 putts. Yeah, and then that that's how like that's and how we're you knocking on these, 70s yeah,
2: door.
1: Yeah, I mean
2: well,
1: one, step one step at a time. One step at a time. One step at a time. But we've I would that. take a caddy. I would and 100 want a what I know is going to be a special round to be even more special. And yep. again, if you're paying for a special round, typically it, you know those. Those places that like you really look money. At, those like, places that you really look forward to, they're expensive. So just suck it up, spend a little bit extra money, yeah. and you're gonna enjoy it that much more. You're gonna get your money back out of cool. miles. I think it's crazy to hear the say that you would take a caddy because, like,
0: uh, we just talked about this in between um, breaks on here while we were recording. But like a, a year ago and two years ago for me, someone about like, you want to take a caddy. I've been like, like, why do I want to pay someone to watch me hit shitty golf shots?
1: Yeah, like, and I'm, <laughs> like, even, like what? Even though I'm progressing and getting better at golf. 100% gonna hit back golf shots. Absolutely. But that's why you make it very clear that you want somebody that's gonna go, oh, well, yep. I, we're gonna have to hit that one out of the woods. Yep. And, yeah, and like, he's gonna carry my freaking bag through the woods for me and go, all right, dude, see this opening in the trees? See this canopy in this, in this giant oak tree over here? Yeah, I want you to bounce it off of that branch, hit that squirrel. He'll catch it and throw it, and, and the throw green it back for out. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw him a nut afterwards and he'll do it again if you want. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, pay the squirrels their dues. You got to pay the squirrels sir, too. Got that's me. just that's
0: just science. something you're good at. I've, yeah. taken, I've
1: been taking notes.
0: <laughs> Actually, when we were playing today, it was on 16 coming down. I hit a hard shank that should have just gone completely out of bounds, but somehow it caught some stupid tree branch, threw it back in the field of play, still made a bogey. And I definitely I
1: should have been like a triple on the hole. It literally bounced, and it, it hit that tree. And before it even hit the fairway, I yelled, Donnie kick! Yeah, yeah, like just like, what the fuck? How does that bounce <laughs> that way? Well, it did. It did.
0: So... All right, let's go ahead and uh, cut back to Dan, and we're going to hear the last part of his conversation, um, and see what else he has to say about Sand Valley. Well, let's uh, um, let's, yeah. let's go ahead and uh, move on to Mammoth Dunes. Or uh, is that is that the name of the one of the two courses they have out there? I believe. Yep,
2: yep, yep. So it's Mammoth. So Sand Valley is a resort, Mammoth Dunes, and then there's Sand Valley are the two courses. Perfect. Uh, let's um, so go yeah, actually, that one. yeah. So Mammoth we did we started that one in the morning, uh on Friday morning. So we did thirty six Friday, thirty six Saturday. So we played both courses twice. Um Mammoth, uh it's pretty much exactly what it says in Mammoth. Like fairways are massive. Um some points they're sixty to seventy yards wide. Um still found ways does not hit the fairway sometimes, but of my fairway percentage was pretty high. I was pretty happy with that one. Um, and it was pretty, it was pretty, uh, like a, re- it was more of a resort of the two. You know, they wanted, it was more wide stuff, um, a little easier, but not too easy. Um, you know, the tee shots were, like I said, a lot of, a lot of massive, a lot of big landing areas that you could hit. Um, a lot of times it was kind of a, they kind of have the same kind of waste area as Pinehurst, okay. almost like a Pinehurst Tobacco Road mix. Yep you know kind of just like that just you know waste area pretty much so oh, yeah. you know there's a lot of holes where you had to carry weight just to get to where you wanted to go um and there was some you know there was a lot of fun holes too they had a i think it's number six it's like a maybe a 300 yard shot and you can hit the green but the thing is it's downhill um there's a bunker right there it was kind of like a half like a half donut kind of deal so it's like you can hit the green awesome can you keep it on there and you know then you have to make the bunker so first day i was gonna lay up in our caddy was like what are you doing man I was like oh, okay alright, i'll give it a shot so i just poked one out there and out of my four friends i would be the third golfer you know out of, out of handicapped yep um so i just poked one out there and i was like two feet from the green no one else was close and I was like, all right, well, this is cool and then I think I ended up, you know, three or four putting it, so that's cool as well. Hey yeah. But uh, well at how, least the caddy talked you into going for it. Yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll talk about him a little later too. But uh but it was one of those awesome holes where it was like, you know, where we were at, it was like, Okay, this is you know, makes you it's a challenge of high risk, high reward hole. And actually, um when we got to the next hole we were waiting on the tee box and we so we could see the guys hitting into the green and someone almost hit a hole in one. of this part four. Oh like my God. Just barely missed the hole.
0: That's exciting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, your tee shots, there was times that you really had to be selective of what you wanted to do. But for the most part, everything was pretty wide open.
0: Nice. What did, uh, what did the greens look like out there?
2: Uh, same thing with the name. Greens are gigantic. Uh, the 18th, so the 18th green, um, I should start it by saying, you know, the starter on Mammoth Dunes, he comes up to you he's kind of the, you know, showrunner, showboat guy. And so his name tag said Big Fella. <laughs> so he comes up and he just starts talking to us the whole time. And you guys aren't going to miss a fairway and you're not going to miss a green. Uh, he goes, the 18th green at Mammoth has the same square footage of half a football field. What? Yeah, it is. And, like, you look at it on pictures like, he – you know google it right now look up a picture it's not it doesn't look that big until you're standing on it and you're like holy crap this is huge
0: that's a that's a recipe for a three putt right there
2: yeah oh yeah so like that was the thing is when we were warming up on the uh you know little putting green he was like guys don't worry about your four footers worry about your forty footers (laughs) because that's how mostly that's how most the uh the holes are sure Trying to uh, – that's
0: that's tough on the greens. It, it's nice because you feel like you're hitting greens in reg, but sometimes it can almost be tougher to putt, especially if there's a lot of, like, undulations and yep. different tiers to greens. Yeah.
2: Um, and all the greens were fast, very consistent on Mammoth. Like, everything was, you know, you – when you put it somewhere, it was going to go there unless obviously you didn't know how to read things, which is mainly my problem. Um, you really had to be good at lag putting there, obviously, with the 40-footers is what, you know – and so there's times you would just blast it, and you're like, "Well, that's going to be, you know, you're going to be using a wedge a few times on that one." I had a few buddies that put them off into bunkers, um, but tough. yeah, and, you know, it was just it makes you makes you work a little harder, I guess. Um, from what I remember, Mammoth wasn't um, like the greens were a lot flatter, not not very tiered. Um, I want to say they did a lot of like slope from like front to back or back to front. Um, was kind of their big thing on there. Okay. Um, little elevation. Sometimes there are elevated greens. Um, 18 was kind of up on 18. Is awesome. Cause it's right next to the clubhouse. People are sitting out there drinking, watching me come in and like the greens just, like I said, massive. So, um, it's definitely a, definitely an awesome time there. That's awesome. So um,
0: with, uh, a- Let's say let's give the course a rating out of 10 on a scale of 1 to 10 where do, where do you feel like mammoth dunes fell?
2: I would honestly 9 9 9 if I I don't want to give it a 10 just cuz I don't want to give it a 10, you yeah, know. Sure. Yeah. But I'm sure there was something wrong somewhere at some time with someone, but But you couldn't find Not it. for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah awesome. like we had an awesome time.
0: That's, that's really encouraging when you go on a trip like this. And one of those courses is just like, damn, that, that was perfect. Like that's, that's what I needed. That's what I was looking for. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Any other little tidbits uh, you want to kind of throw in there about mammoth dunes while we're on that, before we move on to the, I guess the namesake course of the trip. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so like with mammoth, um, I told you like there's sand everywhere. Uh, we, I actually, you know, like I, I, I don't like hitting out of bunkers, but I don't mind hitting out of bunkers kind of deal. And this sand was like good, clean. Like you could tell that they took care of it everywhere. Like it didn't matter where it was, it was taken care of. That's awesome. Um, like uh, my last actually, so my last shot on Saturday, we played. So we went Mammoth Sand Valley, then we went Sand Valley Mammoth. So we finished on Mammoth. Um, my last you know approach shot, I was probably 130 out um in the sand and i put it within like 10 feet
0: oh that's awesome granted
2: i two granted i two putted it but bogeyed it but uh people up on the chairs were like you know clapping They're like oh that was a good shot like, the other three guys i was with no one saw it I was like, oh, I'm never <laughs>
0: hey at but, least uh, the guys uh, that yeah. were sitting up there on the porch saw it
2: yeah yeah it was awesome so that was kind of a highlight for me on mammoth um but yeah we can go on to on the same valley yeah tell me um, about that one overall same valley is a lot tougher than two than mammoth uh it's the tougher of the two of them okay uh multiple people had told us you know the better golfer is gonna like Sand valley over mammoth just because it's a little more challenging um sounds
0: like, like i'd be like know, mammoth. You know,
2: and i you know i honestly uh, i'm trying to be uh as you know, open. So like no one knows at the end, I'm going to give who I think what course I like better, but it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I can already mine. tell. Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: but the thing is like, if you want to give me a rating on Sand Valley, it's also going to be like a 9.9. 9. Like I can't, you know, if you held a gun to my head and said, you have to play one of these, I'd be like, all right, you just pick it for me and I'll be gone and go, you know, like I don't yep. care. They're yep. both awesome. That's awesome. Uh, but Sand same Valley was a lot more, um, I'd say a lot more target golf, a little more, um, you know, you really had to have the right shot for it. We um, had a lot of elevated tee boxes. You had to, uh, elevated green, um, false front. Um, There's a lot of hazards and landing spots. Um, at least one hole that I can remember, there was a split green, or sorry, a split fairway where, you know, you can, you can take it over this, uh, you know, here's the general path where you can see the fairway the whole way. But, there's also a landing spot, you know, 30 feet to the left that is surrounded by death, and there's actually a huge fairway there. So it made you really think on which which angle you wanted to take and where do you want to go from that. Um, and we, like I said, I'll kind of go into our after, – after I give you my thing here, I'll let you know how our caddy was on the first day. Um, but so that was the thing with Sand Valley. A lot more target golf. You really had to be more um, – consistent with your shot um you really had to you know play your game kind of deal yeah
0: how did the greens stack up compared to mammoth were they as, were they pretty big too or did they tightened those down for you
2: uh are a lot they were a lot tougher and they were a lot i, would, I wouldn't say a lot smaller because i mean i would say they were probably they were probably normal size maybe a smidge bigger but compared to mammoth they were tight um, but they were still still as fast Um, these ones had a little more elevation to them. Um, they were also very consistent. You could tell, you could tell that these guys took care of the course, obviously. Um, there was a few multiple, multiple tier, um, greens as well. So like I kind of mentioned, it was definitely the tougher of the two. Um, but yeah, for the most part it was, you know, well kept, kept, well kept. There was, you know, same thing as mammoth. There was coolers almost every hole for water. Um, they did have a cart girl, not a cart girl, but a cart or a beverage stand about every four or five holes they would have, you know, someone out there nice. able to get drinks from. Good, good. Um, and like hazard wise, same as, same as uh, Mammoth, a lot of sand, a lot of risk rewards shots. Um, I was actually texting my buddies this morning, like, hey, what do you remember? Like, Do you remember? I'm like, I, c- I can't, honestly, I can't tell you if there was any water on either course.
0: Probably means there wasn't then.
2: And yeah, and so like my buddies were like, I don't think, and one guy was like, I don't think it, it's not called water valley. It's called <laughs> a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> and funny. then my response was like, well, Cabot Lynx is next to the ocean. It's not called Ocean Lynx. <laughs> so, Boom roasted. So, but yeah, he was, I'm like, I'm like, I couldn't think of it, but, um, greens were fast, like I said, but it was, a lot more you had to stick you had to stick your green your your approach shot, you know. Yeah. If you thought they were gonna roll out, they were gonna roll for a while.
0: The um, when you played out there, I know you said it was really hot. How was the conditioning of the courses in that heat?
2: Uh, pretty good actually. Um you could like I said, it could tell you there was a few burn spots here and there, but for the like most part, no complaints at all. Like That's it awesome. was just everything was well taken care of. like it was just well done, you know, and and even the staff was like, "Yeah, we were kind of worried because when you guys were like, we got there Thursday. I think they said Tuesday was broke the record for the highest temp it's had in you know a hundred years there
0: oh my or something. Gosh. That's ridiculous. So
2: yeah, so but I mean, no real, no real, you know, burn spots or anything. It was just well, well taken care of.
0: So you're saying uh, you you were not wearing your Dudes of Hazards uh, pullover that you recently got from the league for that one."
2: Not the pullover, but I did wear my pullover <laughs> uh, first day. Love it. <laughs> yeah. love,
0: love the representative. Um, so this caddy, you kind of eluded him uh, a little bit. What did? What, what's uh, the story behind this guy?
2: So, caddy was uh, honestly none of us remember his name, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't like if there was. I guess the reason I'm giving, I'd give both of them nine point nine. Is the point one was the caddy was not good. Ooh, and it That's was. Tough it was one of those things where he kind of embraced that he wasn't good. And so it got to the point where like he just quit asking him for things, you know, like uh, at one point um, I had mentioned there was that split fairway. Mm-hmm. So my buddy was looking, my buddy was looking it up on an app and he goes, is there another fairway over there? And the caddy went, well, yeah, there is one there, but you don't need to worry about it. You want to go for this one. And he was like, well, is that part of the same hole? And he goes, well, I think it is, but, I mean, if you want to hit that fairway, you can. But this is the fairway you want to hit. And he goes, "Well, you know, based on where things are at, wouldn't I want to come in from there, or can I go from there?" And the guy, the caddy, was like, "I guess if you really want to go for it." Ooh. So it's kind of like,
0: yeah, that's... The caddy didn't
2: realize, the caddy didn't really understand like how a guy was playing, and it was one of the better players where he wants to know things a certain way. Sure. Yeah. And then it was when it came to reading putts. He even came, the caddy even told us like yeah I'm not very good at reading putts
1: Whoa. like dude this is where
2: you're supposed to, this is where you're supposed to be making your money like you know like this is what we need so there was points where he'd be like I think it goes left to right you need to be a foot out and I was like I see right to left like half a cup ouch so you know you take his you take his word for it because he plays these courses all the time and sure enough if you go right to left he's like oh I didn't see that one. And so, you know, we had him for we just had him one day. We just figured we'd do a caddy one day to kind of get an idea of things, and then the next day we can't do our own thing.
0: That's tough because you but, know caddies aren't caddies aren't cheap. Um, mm-hmm. You know, thankfully all of mine that I've used when I've played have been really good. This the last one that we had Arcadia Bluffs, reading putts wasn't his strength, but it was good enough. Like, um, mm-hmm. and, and like maybe he, he gave you the wrong read on like one or two. Uh, it was funny. The guy that was by far the worst putter in our group, he was like, yeah, dude, this guy couldn't read putts. And like, kind of just kept my mouth shut because this guy was really opinionated on everything. Uh, but I was Mm -hmm. like, it's actually you, man. Like, like you can't putt. And so therefore it's hard for him to give you a read because your putting is so bad.
2: But yep, yep, and then got to take that too. You know, it's like, how's the player with the caddy? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, like,
0: if, if you can't hit your putt in a straight line and you keep on leaving your face coming over or you're coming too in to out, like, that's hard for a caddy to give you a read when your start line's jacked up in the first place. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, ours, our, ours was fine. Like I said, I, I, the, I had one caddy that just. I've never seen anyone be able to read a green like that. And that was the first one I took. So it's like everyone I've kind of stacked up to him on the green reading aspect, but, yep. um, this guy that we had at Arcadia, he was probably, I mean, maybe the coolest guy out of the three that I've had. Um, he just mm-hmm. really was, it just felt like it was a friend out there walking around with us hanging out.
2: And that's what you want. Yeah, that's exactly was. what you want. Yeah. It, it didn't
0: like, it didn't even feel like it's like, Oh, we have this caddy like right away from hole one just was very easygoing, uh, set the mood off. Right. And that's, I mean, I, I feel like that goes such a long way. So it was your guy and it, you know, you said he wasn't the greatest green reader, but maybe not even the best company either, unfortunately. Was, yeah. Or? Yeah. I, yeah.
2: It was just, you know, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure, you know, the right group, it was, He would have been perfect for some people for us. It was kind of like, uh, I was trying to think like, I think I've had five caddies yep. in my life. He would probably be like seven. <laughs> like you know like Got i'll put it. two randoms in there but you know yeah. so it was just kind of he couldn't read you just couldn't he wouldn't really give us numbers like i know another time my buddy was like hey how far is the hole and he goes you don't have to worry about it you can't reach it and he was like well i know i can't reach it i'm just trying to figure out how far i want to like hit to lay up." oh okay well then yeah you want to hit it you know xyz
0: yeah, that's tough when you almost feel like you're being a little argumentative with the caddy because you're like, look, dude, you're about here supposed to enhance the experience, not feel like I'm yeah. pulling teeth to get an answer out of you. So Yeah,
2: yeah, and that was and that was the thing. It was like, I didn't have a problem with him. It was more like he would be like, oh, you should hit here, and it got to the point where I was just like, okay, and then I would kind of do my own thing. Um, and it was kind of like when we, between holes, he wouldn't really talk to us or engage sometimes. It was like, you could tell that, he wasn't really having as much fun either, um, and it was kind of the things we're not—you know—we're not a serious group by any means, but we want to play well, kind of deal. So yep. we like to give each other shit and everything. And one of our buddies, uh, he hit on Mammoth, still so back on Mammoth. First, he shot, he ducked it, and like, all right, you get, you get one breakfast ball for the day. All right, cool. He hits it so far right, the caddy goes, "I've never seen someone hit that far or that far upright." Like he was beyond the waste area. They ended up finding it, but it was like, yeah, he's like, I've never, seen, he goes, I've never seen someone play there, and I've been catching there for five years. You're like noted. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was the only good line he had, pretty much. So but yeah, I and mean, wasted other it on than the that, opening tea box. Yeah, yeah, and, and then it was thirty six holes later. We're like, thank God, we're done. <laughs> you um, know?
0: Well, I hate to hear that, especially on a bachelor party. That's that's tough, but uh. Hopefully the next one you get, you know, bounces all out and the next one's a rock star or you know. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah,
2: that's the thing. Like it's like eh, whatever. We we kinda did our thing and off we went. So Sure.
0: What uh what's the clubhouse um, look like at these courses? Is it a shared clubhouse or does it um or is there one for each course?
2: Uh so it's it's shared. Um it was kinda crazy is you get there and it's just a giant building and in the clubhouse you've got clubhouse like kind of the check-in entrance you have a bar and then next to the bar is kind of a fancy restaurant and then there's a pro shop and then also in the basement was like locker rooms and sure. stuff like that so you get there and so they built sand valley first uh, mammoth was built i think two years later so mammoth might be two years old and sand valley might be five years ish somewhere okay. in there but the thing is, Mammoth finishes right on the clubhouse and you actually have to take a trolley from the clubhouse to Sand Valley. Interesting. So we kinda we kinda asked them like, well, why did you guys put you know, your kind of your staple staple course, you know, half a mile away? And he goes, Well, the plan is always to build more. I was saying, so I like eventually have, there's a, I think they have plans and to they are one, gonna build more. Yeah. I think there's plans to build three or four more.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Because
2: um, we'll, – because when we were there, the other thing the caddy told us was like, "Hey, come over this hill," and we went over this hill, and you could just see bulldozers everywhere. Man, and they're like, "Yeah, this is where I think one of like there's there's going to be a private course there for members only, and then like two other courses. And the private course you can play like Monday to Thursday, like publicly." Wow,
0: that's so basically it's going to be like the abandoned dunes of Wisconsin.
2: Uh, yeah, it was, and that's the thing. It's the same guys that built Band and Dunes built this place. Well, go figure. That's so, why it's such a yeah, good experience. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the clubhouse, like I said, was awesome. Um, but the bag storage, you know, same same place, all right there. Um, they had a nice restaurant. You know, we made reservations one night and just went in there and ate, you know, some pretty nice steaks and uh, sure. had some drinks and everything else. Pro Shop was super laid back, like Pro Shop, exact same thing. Very helpful, um, very helpful with everything. And just like any dumb question we had, they didn't make us feel dumb about it. Um, we actually, so San Valley does the same thing. abandoned is where your first round you pay full price, second round's half off. Um, and abandon abandoned if you do a third round, if you can get one in, it's free.
0: Yep, it is.
2: So that seems
0: um, neat. So, uh, with it being on the bachelor party, you came up there and you did a stay and play package, uh, staying on property, correct?
2: Yep. Yep. Um, and that, that like? was, I think, I think if anyone were to go there, that's the way to do it. Because literally, like I said, beginning, there's nothing around, I think the closest town is 45 minutes away. Ooh, ouch. So you can definitely go in and out, but so we, um, we did like a, two hotel rooms or not hotel rooms they're low end rooms or whatever they are. Like didn't do it. Didn't splurge on anything. Just kind of, we want a place to stay. And they're like, all right, yeah, you're in three Oh eight. And we're like, okay, where's that? And I go, like, oh, just go out to the shuttle and the shuttle will take you. So we take the shuttle and we get to our rooms. I'm pretty sure I sent the video out and the dude, um, text, but like we are on hole eight of the sandbox. Like we're 20 feet away from it. Like is our back door. Yeah. Um giant TVs, rooms are awesome. Uh j- patio and we were right next to each other, so we just got in a pat you know, all came over one night on a patio, played some cards. I think uh NBA finals might have been going on or at least the playoffs we had that going on as well. So watch the game even, and they're like Grr.
0: No, this cheaper room, so even it was pretty nice, what you're saying.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, like that's that's the thing is like I think one of us was like, Did we pay for this too, or are we in the wrong <laughs> spot? Like you know we're just like we're just here to have a good time but damn like
0: this is so i mean
2: yeah yep um and then like i said we were right next to the short course right now let's go out and do some night putting that's awesome man
0: that's really fun when you're either on like a golf hole or around a green where you can kind of utilize it at the end of the day that's i remember you posting Mm -hmm. that video in the the group chat and i was like damn this this looks like somewhere i got to get myself to pretty soon
2: yeah oh yeah I would, yeah, you let you want to go back, you let me know. That or Bandon or wherever else. Yeah, man. Uh, but, I'm sure we'll we'll get
0: to that here in just a couple minutes. We're yeah. going to try to wrap this up, but I am curious where this <laughs> stacks up against your other um, kind of trips you've been on. So yeah. any other fun features from the course or just from the resort in general that um, um, what might be good for guys that are thinking about going to listen to?
2: Yeah. Um, every meal we had cheese curds. Every meal, we got them, and they don't give you ranch; they give you buffalo sauce, and it life-changing.
0: Nice, big, so, big like, fan of cheese. So,
2: yeah, just it's a must-have. Noted. So,
0: go to Sand so Valley and of, get the cheese curds.
2: Yeah, for sure. I'm not, you won't regret it. Um, that and uh, my only other advice is to bring some band aids for blisters. Because my toes were destroyed after two days.
0: That, that's a lot of walking um yeah <laughs> th- that is i mean i'm a big fan of walking but 72 holes in two days uh that's like you almost need to get some practice in for that
2: yeah for sure i was i i couldn't wear shoes for about three or four days
0: afterwards Ooh, that's tough um well you kind of already alluded to it earlier but you're saying that you're personally given the edge to which course over the other
2: i would definitely give it mammoth over sand valley but it's like i said out of 100 it'd be 99.1 versus 99, you know, like, yeah,
0: hey, just, I mean, just enough. That's that, that's good to where it's like, yeah, I like this one better, but like, you're not twisting my arm to make me play the other one by any stretch of the
2: day, mm-hmm. exactly right. Awesome. So, so I highly recommend it. Great.
0: Um, so, what are some other like stay and play or like premier resort courses that you've been to? I know you've been to Bandin. What else have you played?
2: Um, so yeah, I've done Bandin, I've done Tory Pines. Uh, south. Um, I did TPC Scottsdale. Um, I did uh, Edgewood in Tahoe. That's where the like that Celebrity Golf Tournament yep. is over here. Yep. Um, I've done that one. Um, I've done all the Pinehurst courses. And I think that's it for now. Where does, the, um, where does this
0: one fall on that list for you?
2: Man, it's up there. I still can't beat um, my band's in trip. Um, but it, it was just kind of, I would I don't know. Yeah. I'd probably put it right in the middle. <laughs> I nice. would you know, like I would go to any of those courses again. Um, except maybe, maybe a few of them, but for the most part, I'm like, you know, all of them are one A through one Z kind of deal, you know, that's excellent. The,
0: uh, you a big fan yep. of the Pinehurst courses or.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, like, a, um, I really – I think one one and five are sneakily good. I love Pinehurst number um, one.
0: That's that's a fun yeah.
2: course. hmm I know everyone's, you know, big big on two and four are the big ones. But, like, I used to live on five, and now I'm like, I loved five. I played five all the time. One was actually one of my lowest scores. I shot 84 there. Until nice. Kremlin a few uh, few months ago, I believe you were there for that one. Oh, I was. But uh, that was fun. <laughs> But yeah i, I like all the pinehurst courses are pretty neat um all a little different um but yeah the pinehurst courses are pretty good nine nine's probably nine's actually really sneaky good too if you can get on that one okay noted um because it used to be just the pinehurst city of pinehurst is like municipal course or something and then the pinehurst bought it like they're so doing a, lot, to of a lot of
0: stuff around there yeah yep the um, um well, awesome, Dan. The uh, I'll tell you what, I, I don't know where's next for me on, you know, it's like you always got like uh, some of our league trips that we're doing, but I really do enjoy taking sometimes just like a trip with like four dudes, maybe eight, um, not even like for a tournament or trip, but just to like to get out there and play and go experience stuff. So uh, I have yeah. a strong feeling after our Premlin trip, what a great time we had on that. I think uh, <laughs> me and you will probably sooner than later be on another one of these together um i know you're one of the guys i like traveling and go on these trips with laid back having a good attitude you're not stuck up about stuff but also it's like hey let's you know let's try to play some good golf so Mm -hmm. um i think uh you know bandon's on my list that one's probably still a couple years away but uh
2: i mean you never know and Uh, bandon's Bandon's tough to get to like even that's i lived in seattle at the time and it was tough to get to so it's just that's I where cool. uh, my thing
0: with Bandon is it's like, I feel like I almost got to take like honestly probably a whole week to like eight days off of work to really make that count and worth it.
2: Yeah. Yep. And there's only there's select flights from Denver only in the summer that can get you directly there. But otherwise I think it's like a three hour drive from Portland. So not bad.
0: No, not terrible. Well, dude, uh, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your sand Valley experience. Um, uh, I'm sure you'll, if you listen to this podcast, you'll get to hear me and Zach talk about, uh, Arcadia bluffs. Um, and they have mm-hmm. a, like a second course there called the South course. I wish they had had a, like a short course as well, but the South course was really good as a second course. It definitely was not Arcadia bluffs. Um, that's what you go there for, but it's still a very good course. And, uh, I mean, I could see Arcadia being a trip that I take, uh, you know, every other year or so. Just uh mm-hmm. getting yeah, up there. People. Yeah, that 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 place was just beyond special and I'm like, man, other people uh you know, it sounds like the courses where you were at were great, but sand dunes probably only look so good, whereas um uh, Lake Michigan from the bluffs is just uh it's oh, uh, yeah, is an out Amazing of this views. world yeah, experience and views. So That's
1: awesome.
0: Yep. Well Dan, That's I'm awesome. gonna yeah. let you go here and I'll see you tomorrow. Um at Springdale for our Match Play Championship. I'm looking forward to it, man. Absolutely,
2: man. Thanks
0: for having me. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. I'll see you, bro. See ya. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed uh, listening to mine and Dan's talk about uh, Sand Valley. Um, you heard where he would like to see a big trip at. Um, Alex, let me go ahead and turn this over to you. Where would you like to see
1: the dudes of Hazard take a big trip? Well, I don't know if y'all know this much about me, but I don't really look into golf a whole lot. I take everything hole by hole, stroke by stroke, and uh, trip by trip. So clearly, after hearing that I uh, misplanned our previous trip for the match play tournament and like just blatantly <laughs> requested the wrong dates off for work, uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty like take life as it comes at me kind of guy. Um, I don't really have any big dreams as to where I want to play because I basically just wait for Donnie to tell me where I'm playing next. So I put a lot of faith in Donnie and a lot of the other guys. The other to uh just plan my stuff for me i plan a lot of the motorcycle trips for me and the dudes but uh like me and my my riding guys but as far as like the dudes that like golf goes i just i'm just here for the ride and it feels great so i don't really have any bucket list places because i'm just along for the ride but i'm just gonna go ahead and like oh i still have to have an answer so i'm just gonna throw something out there like uh, uh i guess we're going to uh we're gonna hop the pond and go to ireland Like uh, I've never really played links golf. So I guess like there's no better way to figure it out than to go to the homeland and uh, we'll play out there for a week and uh, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. And um, we'll figure out if I like links golf. So like, I guess the only way to figure it out is just to go to Ireland. So,
0: it's it's, the, it's to go to Ireland and to do it, and then to play in sustained, uh, seventeen to thirty-six mile an hour winds mm-hmm. all day for two weeks in a row. Yep. So uh, I'm sure
1: the wind out there is just like it is here too. Like when the wind really picks up, like it did the first half of this season. Like it was just that, like was, that was ridiculous. The whole this first year. half of this season. So it didn't matter where you were in the nope. at the course, which you nope. hit you're the ball north, south, east, west. Matter. You're constantly, you just always have the the wind in your face. I'm sure that's uh another luxury of playing Ireland golf. Um, yeah. That was five I, I weeks we, in a
0: row at the beginning of the season. Yep. To where it was relentless fifty like like March through the first two weeks of April was just brutal golf.
1: Like, and I love a good grind. So I did let's too. go to Ireland.
0: Let's do it. No, I mean, like you're gonna get wet, it's gonna rain on you, it's gonna be windy. It's
1: you got to embrace the suck. You dude. do. Let's embrace the suck. Come I, I, I though, think that's guys. part of it.
0: So I, I, I've, I've said it. I think that's a great 10-year trip for the dudes. Um, give guys plenty of time to save up some money by then. Um, yeah,
1: responsibilities.
0: Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. I, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I think we're going to have a great group by then. And, um, you know, I, I think Ireland's a great choice. I think a lot of people would love to go over there and see Ireland, Scotland, and just that whole area, get to go and, you know, play some golf. These small you know you can play the big courses over there that everyone knows then you can go and play these small ones in the irish town and then we settle in at the local i mean bed and breakfast and have guinness's in the irish local pub and like sign me up sign me up and there's no way that when we roll over will's not allowed will yeah yeah, (laughs) Will. will no will will would have too much fun um yeah. We'll go over there, and when we tell them that we're the Dudes of Hazards and what we do, there's no way that we're not going to become celebrities in these like local little
1: towns. Like be, we're, we're it's going to be a ride. Fun. So, also, I was kidding. Will, you're more than invited. That'd be sick. Um, yeah i mean honestly while we're over there let's go to australia too because like those dudes get rowdy too so we just probably fit right in over there yeah they, we'll, yeah they think we we'll do. just hop on
0: over from ireland to australia yeah, while I mean, we're, we're
1: already i mean we're already on the you know the other side of the world like <laughs> screw it like if, if we're really talking dream trips like yeah i mean you asked me where i wanted to go dude so there it is
0: you know i i really
1: find a kangaroo hey oh okay no Let's get Will to fight a kangaroo.
0: Will to fight a kangaroo and his weapon of choice, because we know kangaroos are tough. He can bring potatoes from Ireland. There it is. And that's what he has to fight yes. his kangaroo off with. We'll
1: even give him like a... a uh... Potato gun. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was I was thinking like a, like a pillowcase. You know how they beat their inmate, you know, the kids and the guys no, in prison. Uh, what is it? Um, pu- put
0: some potatoes. In full metal jacket. The, yes. The, the yes. bar of soap. The bar of soap. No, the, we'll, we'll
1: give Will a pillowcase, but it'll be a long one. One of those like body pillow, body, mm. you know. That's case. We'll, we'll put some potatoes in there and let Will go at it with a kangaroo. We'll just place side bets. Ian, Ian, you're in charge of the side bets on yeah. the fight. Ian,
0: you you got a busy uh, about. I don't know. Probably got about seven and a half years to throw this together. So just let me know what fun little like side betting contest you can throw up for us. Um,
1: you know, I'm not much of a gambler, but I might be interested in this one.
0: Yeah, I'm. I would be very interested in that one. Um, okay, well, let's go ahead and cut on over to our last segment of this podcast. It's called, uh, hazards time. So let's, um, let's going to put five minutes on the clock. Me and Alex, we'll just throw it back, um, kind of rapid fire at each other and see what, um, what type of answers we come up All right,
1: with. Dibs on the first one. This is probably gonna last more than five minutes. Yeah, it will. Uh, we, you and I played together. We were talking about how much the country club's grown, uh, since the springtime, summer golf are right in the heat of summer. Everything's growing, crowing fast uh so clearly winter golf versus summer golf is wildly different spring or fall golf donnie you know i the the only knock on fall golf
0: is the leaves being down trying to find your golf ball yep but if you're playing with generous people like i like to kind of be and are like hey you hit into that pile of leaves instead of wasting 13 minutes looking for it why don't you just come out and take a free drop and let's move on big fan of fall golf yep the views are better the conditioning is generally still very good from where it came out of summer yep Hard for me to beat fall golf.
1: Agreed. Especially if you're playing with Jared Keene and he'll just bring an electric leaf blower with him Mm. on the course. Money. Yep, and just blow all those leaves away so you can find yours find your ball. Uh, but I am going to have to disagree with you. I love spring golf. And I think a lot of that is just the hype of coming yes. out of the wintertime. I love coming out of wintertime, seeing the fresh buds on the trees. Yep. The flowers are starting to bud. The birds are singing. That's, you know, it's only 62-ish degrees outside. But, but it feels like it 77. It feels like 77. Yep. You're just ecstatic. It's, it's just the hype of spring golf. The sun's out. It's awesome. I like spring golf. Not to hate on fall golf. Also great. Yep. But I just love spring golf.
0: I'm with you. I, I mean spring golf is really hard, especially when you've been in that dormant stage. If you've been playing on a course that's Bermuda grass and it's been browned up for five months, those first couple of weeks when you start seeing the green come through, like it's it's just exciting. It, yep. It's fun to see. Um you said mountain golf, you're a big fan of it. Yep. Outside of mountain golf, where's your next like climate area that you enjoy playing in or want to go see? Whether that's desert, coastal, Um, maybe something in a big city, like a metropolitan city with the skyline in the back. Like what's something that you're looking
1: forward to seeing? Desert. I want to go out West and play like really bad. Uh, probably somewhere in Arizona. I yeah. had a friend that lived out in Phoenix for several years and he sent me a bunch of pictures and stuff, yeah. of it, some cool place he played out there and it's just cool. I can't even think of any of the specific names. They're just cool places. Desert golf is cool. I want to go to the desert my motorcycle. So maybe I kind of wrap that up two for one. Yep. Uh, Moab area, Utah, he was in Arizona. Like all these things sound super cool. I'd love to give that a shot. Metropolitan sounds great, but desert. Uh, I've played some coast golf. It's all East coast coast golf, but like I've been there, done it. Not necessarily like writing it off. I'm not trying to like be like, oh, I'm above Pebble Beach, but desert golf, I wanna see. I'm yep. tired of the heat and humidity. I've seen South Carolina. I know Florida's got crazy nice courses. And I'm again, I'm not above going down there and playing in the heat yep. and seeing those awesome places. I just really, really want to play in Arizona or Utah.
0: Yeah, mine's Utah. Uh, like the St. George, um, would love to go out there. Sand Hollow, a lot of great courses. Yeah, I don't know any of those places
1: because I don't research golf but, at all. But, but you'll like, just hey, take my word yeah. on it, and
0: we'll go there. Hey man,
1: you said some place that's in the desert, and I'm like, cool.
0: Yeah, Sounds great. Let's go. Yeah. I think there's a lot out there. Um, I know I asked the question. For me, the next thing I'd really want to go see is like tropical
1: golf, uh, which Ooh. thankfully,
0: little spoiler, getting to play in St. Lucia here yeah, in about a month. Yeah. I'm going to, to Jamaica
1: in about a month, too, and I know there has to be a course somewhere on that island that would be killer. Which there. one? Where are you going? Is one it, of the two sandals. There's two sandals there. We is stayed. it Bahamas? No, we're going to Jamaica. Going to Jamaica. Hmm. There has to be a course there somewhere. Yeah. Either way, Yeah. Dri- driving from the airport to the resort last time, I was like, this place is cool. Yeah. It's a little low income. Like, it's, you know, whatever, but it's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful uh the economy's a little like lower or slower but man they have a really really cool island and i would love to go play there hawaii yeah. same thing oh, yeah. like just gosh sign me up to go I don't, yeah. get, I don't again don't know don't do research on that stuff but man bucket list let's All right. go to hawaii i got
0: one for you that i guarantee like you will love this everyone loves it it's a it's like a top Generally 25 to 50 in the world. So, like, you know, it's going to be good. It's called Teeth of the Dog down in the Dominican Republic. It's a peat dye course, and it's just like, it's kind of like the Pebble Beach of the islands. Just okay. multiple sign holes with like the waves literally crashing on the walk, the rocks, and maybe even splashing the greens in the fairway a little bit with waves. Like you're like you're there. That like, you're, like, my like you're, wet right you're, there. you're on it. Like okay. it's.
1: I don't mind rain, but my goodness, that sounds like sign it's. Me up.
0: I've always like that's that's for me is another one kind of like a trip to Ireland or Bandon is like getting down there. They have let's do a dual
1: trip there. So obviously our sis- our wives are sisters, dude. We should just. The four of us take off down there. Like every now and then, you and I are just going to have to take off and go play golf. The ladies can hang out together. They can we're, figure it out. They're going to have to just accept that you and I are going to go play, play around at a place like this. But they can't be that upset because we're also treating them to a vacation. Yep. Like, and hey, we're, we're, somewhere tro- we're somewhere tropical. We're going to go play golf real quick, especially if we play in the morning. My wife likes to sleep in. Same. Yeah. So. Bit, like i mean you know hey, this when we go on, on, on like bed a at nine f- we're literally on hole 10 yeah we're teeing we're teeing off on the back by the time you wake up when we go on family beach
0: out. trip it's like it's just not surprising like you know like everyone else is like trying to sleep in and it's like 7 18 and we're like dude we got to get out the door got a tea time like let's oh, go 7
1: 18 we're probably already yeah out. we're probably already we're, at the probably at the warming course. Up. we're actually warming up, we're, yeah. probably warming up. Yeah. we're booking those early tea times and then we don't really get in that much trouble because we're barely we're missed but barely 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 yeah all right, final final question, at least for me. Yep. Um, well, I actually have two, but I'm going to pick my favorite one. Most hated hazard. Ready, go. Uh, like, as in, like, yep. on the course? On the course. Mm. What is the one thing that you get stuck in or you have hit or whatever it is, and you're just like, dang, that's Absol- the worst thing.
0: Absolutely just up to my knees, thick, rough, yep. to where I just don't have a high club head speed. And sometimes it's just hard to get a club through that. And, like, I, like that's where I can get big numbers
1: in. See, I agree with you. I can definitely get big numbers there too, but that's less disappointing to me because I know I hit a bad shot in there. I hate a tree in the fairway and I stripe one towards the green and it hits a limb that's hanging out of a giant oak tree that's 355 billion years old. Yeah, And they won't take it out because it's big and pretty and it is, but it's a tree in the middle of fairway. Like I just got robbed a really good shot. It, it really sucks to just hit a good shot and just really be punished for it. That was Paulie's Plantation. There's like five holes and, and Arcadia, a from what I was hearing.
0: Arc- Arcadia there's like no trees in the no,
1: but but a hazard somewhere that
0: robbed you of a good shot. Oh, well yeah, that was a sand traps. God, those those were absolutely So sand, sand traps
1: very similar but something about a tree catching my catching my ball. Oh, no, it's
0: it's like especially when it was really a well struck ball, you're like that that's like what I was trying to hit. And it's it literally just went three
1: feet further to the right or three feet higher than I thought. Oh, sometimes when you hit those branches,
0: you're like you're, it's a six inch miss. Yep. And you're just like, well, I completely changed the scorecard. Yep. Um, just got robbed of a really good shot.
1: If the, I get stuck in that thick stuff, it's because I hit it there. That's fair. That's all I'm saying.
0: Got a couple questions for you. I'm just going to throw them out. Uh, favorite club in the bag currently?
1: Ooh, currently it's the driver. The big stick's been treating me good. Even I, just, it I just got a new one. Uh, uh, well, new to me. Nolan was hitting it pretty good. He let me hit it a couple times during one round. And he said, dude, you hit that so much better than me. That's your club now. And just like that, I was like, well, shit, I guess. I guess I'll just take that from you. And he was like, well, I kind of need an excuse to go get fitted for a driver. So that's your driver now. And man, I've been feeling that thing. It's not 100%. Like, no, I don't think anybody's really 100% no. with their driver. But man, it's better than what I was hitting. Hey. I'm feeling good. It, what, my previous favorite club was my three hybrid. I don't know why. I'm just not hitting it at as good as I was. The driver, dude. Driver. Oh, yeah. Which I mm, never thought I'd say that, and I'm not Isn't a big it funny. guy. Yeah. No, it, it, it's funny. I'm not a big guy. I don't hit big shots. I'm not Will. But, dude, just finding fairways at 250 yards, 270 yards with this big stick, I'm like, okay, it's time to disco, baby. It is. That's fun.
0: Um, a guy in the league around your skill set. Who's the guy? hundred dollars on the line you're beating this guy no question in your, in your no mind. question no question I, I need a guy that's uh 17 to 24 handicap who you calling out in the league like you own them you're gonna beat them. Well
1: it's nolan duh <laughs> why would you even ask that question i think technically there, there
0: should have been a caveat this is like, you what? can't you can't choose nolan
1: like oh yeah can't choose nolan like i don't know like i I'd like to beat Cal. Cal's yeah. a really good golfer. I'd like to beat Justin, especially as he's progressing as I'm progressing, yeah. but like ultimately, am I 100% going to beat them? Like, no, it's totally up in the air. That's why, like, uh, that's why I would really like to beat them, but can I, I can, will I, I don't know. Nolan, walk in, the, walk in the park. Come on, man.
0: When we played together in match play, we played a lot of match play, uh, just like solo, like me versus you, just going out there, having fun. We did it at, like the Negro. If we done it at the country club, just other places we've gone out and played. Um you Do understand you're no longer ever going to get more than three strokes in a match. Now,
1: you're, Honestly, you're
0: playing that's too a, good, you're that's a you're good thing as that's,
1: that's a, that's 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 a compliment. That. Like, it, it again, I'm four, not trying to my handicap, but I'm, 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 I'm excited to see my handicap grow. I'm willingly throwing strokes away. I'm happy to give strokes away, like just strokes that were given to me. I'm happy to see them go because that means that I'm progressing. And that's, yep, like, I just want to play better golf. It's fun to play good golf, it is fun. Last question. When are you beating me for the first time, Ooh, head to head? Golly.
0: Like not head not head on the same play? weekend, stroke play, same group playing Shit. each other. When do you um, have it in you?
1: It's not anytime soon for sure. I
0: don't know. I'm not. know i am i have not been playing very May, hot. Maybe and you've been if playing I catch pretty you on good. A
1: bad day. I don't know. Maybe if I catch you on a bad day, it still have to be one of my like really hot days, and certainly have to be one of your like really bad days. I don't wish bad golf on anybody. Oh, I know you don't.
0: We don't wish it on each uh, other. But okay, yes or no? You beat me this year, head to head. No.
1: Okay. No, I'm making big progress, I know. but I don't we'll see, see. I don't see that this year. We'll see. I don't see it this year. Next year, I'd I'd love to make it a goal. Yeah, I oh I I'd, I'd I'd love, love it I think
0: I think next year if I if I don't get moving and progressing a little bit more myself, I'm gonna have some of you, Cal, Justin, y'all start reeling me Just back. Just the thought in.
1: of it's exciting. Honestly, it it's cool.
0: Awesome. Well, Alex, thanks for coming on. Uh, Dan, thanks for taking the time to join us on the recording to get to hear about your trip to Sand Valley. Um, we got some more episodes coming up later this year. We got some uh, league guests that are going to be joining us for the first time, some for another time, and we even have some outside guests of the league. So, guys, really looking forward uh, to what we have to come the rest of the year. Thank you for your support, and as always, keep it classy, dudes.